Hi, everyone. Welcome to Cultivating Connection. I have Aubrey Dowdy slash Shupap here today, and we're going to talk about the beginning of her company, Zion Well, and some of the like healing and wellness tips that she has for anyone who's watching today. So hi, Aubrey. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited and honored to be here. Yeah, I'm excited too. Um, Aubrey's actually also been life coaching me. Uh, I decided this summer that I needed one because I've been doing therapy for a year and therapy has been great, but there's just something like really special about having a coach and someone who can help you look more towards the future. So I feel like therapy is a lot of reflection looking back. But when I talk with Aubrey, we're, we're doing a lot of like looking forward and goal setting for uh, my current present life. And yeah. so I'm grateful for her for that. Oh, thank you. I'm so grateful too, and to just be able to have that time together. It's yeah. Really special. Had you had any experience with like being a mentor for someone prior to working with me? Yes. Oh my gosh. I've had like a lot of experience mentorship growing up kind of my whole life. Um, I definitely, I come from a larger family and so, you know, mentoring family, but then also throughout high school, mentoring friends, uh, as I was on sports teams, mentoring, you know, newbies that were coming onto the team. And, and that really just kind of continued throughout my life. Uh, I really love being able to help people and, you know, one of my greatest qualities, I guess, is, uh, being a great listener. And so just supporting with a listening ear and um, I love to be able to help wherever I can so yeah and I think something else that's really important is that you listen but then you you don't even offer advice but you offer a question that triggers like me to think of my own advice yeah I mean that's like the true representation of like coaching and, and real support is like you already have the answers within you I don't need to tell you what your what decision you're supposed to make or what you're supposed to do it's already within you and just having the right questions prompts your soul to start to slowly open up and show you what you need yeah I think that that part of you comes from that just naturally knows like how to help people discover more about themselves. Yeah. You know, I've always been uh, like very curious of myself and why I think certain ways, why I behave in certain patterns, where that conditioning came from, what experience in my life made me like think that that's how I'm supposed to think or that's how the world is supposed to look. And so I guess I was just really a seeker, seeker of those questions that came within myself of why are things like this? You know, why do I have to behave this way? Maybe I don't, you know, this is what I grew up with, but is that actually b what I believe? And giving myself the space to kind of discover that and seek that. And once I started to do that, so many other doors started to open. And I knew that those questions weren't meant just for myself. They're meant for everybody. Yeah, but do you think that we're taught like how to properly like ask ourselves questions and like look from within or do you think that we're more so like taught that like looking within and like really thinking about ourselves is self um and we need to be there to do that for other people mm. such a great great question um I don't think that we're taught how to ask ourselves those questions and how to build a safety net within ourselves to be able to look at those questions we essentially, one of our um, yearnings that we all share is to belong, mm -hmm. to belong in some way, belong to a tribe. And our first tribe is our family unit. And so we don't want to step out of that, that tribe because we're afraid that we won't belong. Yeah. So we have to start to uncover ways that we still do belong, even if we have different views. Yeah. And the way that you were raised, the belief systems that you have, the conditioning that you have, 
is a choice at, at a certain age that you get to, uh-huh. you know? And I, I don't think that we're taught uh, how to ask ourselves those questions. I think that it takes really important people within our lives to be able to ask us those questions. And then it starts to prompt your own mind to ask yourself. Oh, I really love that. I, I do. I see the importance and like I want to fit into the tribe. Mm-hmm. So before I make any decision, I'm going to ask someone what they think of my decision and if I should go about this action. Um, yeah. you, you want approval. You want to make sure that it's the right thing. Totally. Um, especially when you're a kid. Like Yeah. And a lot of like kids lives are you know they're tied to their parents so like they might be tied to their parents financially they might be tied to their parents for support security whatever and they're not they're not necessarily taught that those are things that you can create you don't have to be strapped by money you don't have to be strapped by conditions you know thought processes yeah that sort of stuff I really love that I yeah. agree and what do you think happens um that kind of makes people realize like oh I, I don't need to be tied to that anymore. Like, I can make these decisions for myself and do things my own way. You think we're forced into that, or do you think it's a part of, like, growing and becoming an adult? Mm, it's definitely a part of growing, and I believe that it takes a conscious choice from the individual to really act and to change those beliefs about themselves, to change those conditionings that they have that they didn't even necessarily choose. Ah. Um, I think that you you have to start with one little step you know any change starts with one little step we see the whole staircase and we immediately get fearful we we want to stop we want to back down it's easier to just remain the same and to do the same things over and over again but it just takes one conscious little step and then once you learn that each step you become a little bit more safer you start to trust yourself a little bit more then each step after that becomes easier and easier yeah No, I agree. And like I've been taking a huge like mental shift and transition since last year when I, I guess, decided to take that conscious step and really like look at my life, reflect, make decisions, make changes. Um, But I was talking with my sister yesterday and I do think that um, sometimes I get too hard on myself about my progress. So Mm -hmm. I get myself to a certain level and I'm really excited about it. But then, like, if I have a negative thought about a person, um, I might be really mad at myself for having that negative thought about them because I made the conscious decision last year. I'm going to start filtering my thoughts, filtering the way that I talk. Um, So then I get really upset with myself. (laughs) Yeah, totally. That's such a normal response. That happens to every single person, literally. But the difference is, is how long do you get mad at yourself for? Right. Does it happen for an instant? And then you're like, okay, I forgive myself. I'm going to drop that in acceptance. Or do you hold on to that self-shame and make it last longer and longer and longer? And yeah. then, you know, there's a spiral effect and you just, you keep just winding down. Yeah. And so then it's even harder to pull yourself back up. Right. Because that's what my sister said. She's like, Brianna, there's nothing wrong with thinking something bad about someone. The problem is dwelling on it, hating mm. yourself. Now yes. you're wondering and questioning why you <clears throat> thought badly about them. So you're continuing to find reasons why they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times, too, when we have like a, a judgment against somebody or we thought something negative, it can actually really be a a redirection. So a redirection back to ourselves Uh of like, where am I judging myself? Where am I talking negatively about myself? 
and allow ourselves to open up that light so that then we can release, we can forgive, we can let go of whatever limiting belief that that is coming up. Yeah. Do you have any advice for anyone who's kind of like learning that process right now? Yeah, definitely. I would say the first step is to find some sort of mindfulness practice, you know, like once you become aware that you are in a negative frame of mind, that that is your first step in regaining your power. You 